Hey, hey, hey. So everything that exists has a purpose, right? I think we all know that by now. And we were born for a reason. And we, we live in a purposeful world. Every single one of us has unique giftings, unique gifts, and a purpose to use those gifts to contribute value to our world. And my purpose, I believe, is to help you unlock your purpose. My guest today once said, and I quote, many a time we have chosen purpose, calling, and passion over comfort and conformity. This was in an interview where she was talking about how she left her top executive job in banking to become a wife, to raise her 10 children, to pursue her creativity in, in, in music um, and writing, to, to follow her calling in, in, in ministry. So her profound words are exactly one of the reasons I have her with me today. I want to share her wisdom with the world, especially with regard to the current global challenge that we're facing. Such a great sense of despair has hit many of us, you will agree. Um, we're hearing of retrenchment, death, businesses shutting down and all these negativities. Many have become surrounded and wrapped with a sense of impossibility because of this. Amidst all this, I'm pretty sure some of you find yourself asking, what is the purpose of life? Perhaps even, you know your purpose, but you're saying, how do I make an impact in my own small way to, to fan the flame of hope, to bring hope again to my family, to, to my community, and perhaps within inside myself? Well, Pearl Orsa is a true example of that very possibility. She's an example of what is possible despite everything working against her despite everything saying it can't. One of her reasons for entering the Mrs. South Africa pageant was to demonstrate that very possibility, to, to bring hope and to show that it is possible to walk in your purpose. Marianne Williamson in one of her books said, when a woman rises up in glory, her energy is magnetic. Her sense of possibility is contagious. So my hope is that in listening to this podcast today, in listening to this particular episode, it will bring you a renewed sense of possibility and that Pearl's tenacious spirit, her relentless pursuit of purpose will be just as contagious to you as it has been to me. Welcome, my name is Farai, your host and purpose whisperer. And this is the Purpose Cafe, your go-to hangout for percolating, stimulating, and Afro-soul-filling purposeful conversation. Each week, I sit down with amazing African people who are purposefully making an impact in their spaces and communities, from business leaders and entrepreneurs who are crushing it, thought leaders to homemakers, community builders, and change makers, upcoming young leaders, and tastemakers, top talent, and creators. We talk all things purpose, the purpose of life, to the purpose of music, the purpose of brands, the purpose of books, 
the purpose of Africa, and everything in between. So grab yourself a Purpose Espresso and let's get chatting. Okay, hi, 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 Mrs. South Africa Top 20, Top 25 finalist. Is that correct? Top 25? Yes, yes. I'm so excited to have you um, on this on this podcast. And um, um, you talk about the being a, it being the, the the longest pageant in history. I can just imagine. I mean, Esther went through the same thing, right? And when we read about it, it doesn't seem that long, but I think you're starting to realize what yeah. she went through. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I thought it was the Esther journey because we started in February mm-hmm. and I thought it would end in February, but it's been extended to March. So um, we're beating even Esther's record, you know, it doesn't get longer than that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it's just the whole, and I think a, a lot of twists and turns, a lot of spanners in the yeah. works. Um, a lot of things you didn't expect a lot of growth Mm -hmm. as well yeah I can imagine I can imagine and so having you on this podcast I think it's you know I've I've been following your journey on 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 on, um, you know Mrs. South Africa and um, it all looks so glamorous right (laughs) it all looks so exciting and you know all the, the 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 milestones that you've achieved but yeah. you know from from the outside looking in and from somebody who who has a, a bit of under, an understanding of that journeys like this are not are not easy mm. um mm. there's obviously a reason why you're doing this pearl there's obviously some yeah. purpose um behind this and this is one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on this podcast because i wanted you to talk about that what what why why mrs south africa why are you entering this pageant just take us through a bit of the journey and your thought process in this well thank you for having me first and foremost um really exciting to be able to connect and to share my story with you and with your audience um the the question why is one that um i think the answer to that question has metamorphosized over time because in, in absolute honesty Right at the beginning, I did not know why. Mm -hmm. I knew I had a very strong compulsion Mm -hmm. from a place of faith. I believed that I was being, um, you know, called and elected into this, into this process. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just felt like it was one of those, um, you know, God taking you completely out of your comfort zone um, for reasons best known to him into a place where you would have to completely, completely rely upon and depend upon him. So Mm -hmm. at the beginning, it was kind of like, okay, you said to do this, I'll do it. Let's go. What do you want me to do? You know, and along the way, COVID happened. um, I began to see more uh, clarity on purpose, as you say. And the primary purpose that became really clear to me is, you know, the way that my life has turned out, it's become quite evident that he's used me as a kind of storyboard kind right. of example right right um of, of not of my righteousness or my capabilities or giftings or talents but mm-hmm. rather of what he can turn anything into mm-hmm. um how he can you know step in to the boat 
um, that seemed to not be able to catch any fish and just see what he can do with it. Mm-hmm. How he can call you out of the boat and make you walk on water. You know, that's been the demonstration. So I came to understand that this um, assignment within the pageant was furtherance of that assignment. Right. Um, and particularly this time around to showcase possibility right in the thick of it. Uh, so COVID key word. Um, that was ringing in people's consciousness or subconsciousness in 2020 was just the word impossible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we had all started at the beginning of the year with great expectations. It was 2020, just the numbers seemed so beautiful. Forget what it'll bring, but we were sure, you know, turning of, of a decade, right. it was going to be excellent. Mm, 2020 and, vision. Um, yes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. people really envisioned, I mean, vision boards were, were being put up. People had envisioned greatness and breaking out and breaking through, and I was right. no different. Mm-hmm. Um, but then comes COVID. So uh, jobs are lost, mm-hmm. lives are lost, mm-hmm. um, control is lost. Empires are shattered. Right. Marriages are destroyed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, the word impossible was just literally emblazoned across not just the country or continent, but the mm-hmm. globe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it made sense. I was like, oh, okay. So you're calling me uh, 40-something-year-old, mother of 10, mm-hmm. uh, former executive, homeschooling, and juggling a number of balls, not to my credit, but simply because... I am a demonstration of what can be possible right. if we just yield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so it makes sense. It makes sense. So you want me to stand on this, and it's not a pedestal, it's a platform, just as a sign of encouragement. Right. Just so people right. look at me and they're like, okay, if she can do it, then so can I. That became mm-hmm. the purpose. Mm-hmm, that became mm-hmm. the purpose just to say to people, for me, it's 10 children and whatever else. But just, you know, insert in my story, whatever it is you're juggling, Maybe for you it's you know three degrees. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's for businesses. Maybe for you it's a ministry. Whatever it is, under the circumstances, right. is possible. Um, and so that's what the journey has become. And and so what I love about the journey is that it gives um, a platform for that demonstration. If it was only about the glam, I, I'll be honest with you. I think I would struggle um, because he had had to call me out of. Uh, uh, the background, you know, the, the very comfortable obscurity, if there's any such word. I know it sounds I get you. paradoxical. I totally but... get you. I totally get you. Yeah, I was happy <laughs> in the cave, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and, and t- you know, it's a funny thing. Like, this week alone, my husband's been saying, so, you know, we've got some content to shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. When are you... Literally, it's an occasion for me to put on makeup. He's like, when are you going to make up? Because... <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not something that's on my face on a daily basis, and it's like, okay, just get the cameras rolling. I'm just like, oh Lord, no. So he's like, uh, we need to do content, so it needs to be a whole schedule around when you're going to stand from the mirror and you know put on the other face. And it, it doesn't come second nature to me. It's it's just not um, second nature. That's I mean, you get up, you have to yeah. school ten children. There's no time for that. You yeah. know what I mean? Is it so, is it then um, is it then when you're talking about coming out of comfort comfort zones, right? And is it then when 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 you when you discover your purpose, when you begin to define your purpose, um, is it then about something bigger than yourself? Because 
you 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 now kind of have to rely on a power or or a source that is above you because Definitely. in your own power in your own capacity you cannot i mean like you're saying that just being made up is some is quite an effort and i can i, I get you because i don't i don't i don't do makeup either but i i can just imagine having to do that on a daily basis um, oh, no, no, you know no. Um, but you yeah. know the the interesting thing is that actually, you know life is such such a, a bag of contradictions. So mm-hmm. working in purpose is both the most comfortable and most uncomfortable thing to do uh-huh. all at the same mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because people would look at me and say, "But how do you do all that? How do you how how do you?" And and I'm looking around like, "What do you mean by how? What's the big deal? I don't, I don't understand the. Mm-hmm. I just do it, right?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for me, it comes like a just do it simply because I'm yielded and completely surrendered to purpose. And so right. I'm operating in force, which is oh, divine wow. enablement. You know, just literally, I just at the end of the day, like, what's the fuss about? I don't get it. However, there's something you would do that would blow my mind. And for you, it'll be like it's as simple as breathing. Why? Because right. as a fish, you were made to be in water. Um, you know, as a lion, you were made to be in the jungle. Right. So the fish looking at you in the jungle and thinking, "Wow, how does he roar?" And right. the lion is like, "What's the deal? You? How do you swim?" You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the core of purpose, when you when you saturate yourself in purpose, when you marinate yourself in purpose, in a yielded fashion. Not in a fashion that's like you know competitive, trying to do what everybody else is doing, right, but just right. living out the book of your life as it was authored by the author. Mm-hmm. It is extremely easy. It's a great ride. However, there are aspects of it that puts you into into places of discomfort. But once you've found it and you find your rhythm, you tend to get comfortable. Then he mm. ups the notch a bit. When he does that, then it's a new transition. Then there's a slight bit of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, birthing pains again. But then, you know, after the baby's been birthed, he comes out immediately, latches onto the breast, and sucks. It's, and and it, but I mean, you wouldn't even know that just a few seconds prior, right. there was that difficulty in making entrance from one world to the other. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He's just gonna lie there and try to change and drink milk. No. So, so I'm in that. I'm, I'm between that pushing through the birth canal. From stage to stage, and uh-huh. then just literally putting a drinking milk. So yeah, that's how is, that's how I start the discomfort and the comfort simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I totally get you because um, I think I think in my in my first sort of diary session and during this podcast. Mm-hmm. Even for me, I know that this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is, you know, just mm. trying to um, um, almost help people birth their purpose because, you know, you find mm. a lot of people will say, I don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know where I'm mm. at. How do I do it? How did uh, Pearl do it? How did you do it? But for me mm. to get to a place where I'm sitting here talking to you right now, obviously because I know you, it's comfortable, but... Mm. Um, having to speak to maybe somebody I've never spoken to before, um, mm. having to step out of myself to be able to be this person, to be able to bring something of value, is mm. is wow! It is. <laughs> it, it, you, you you only have to rely on a source above yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I truly get you from 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 that perspective. 
Um, mm. And so somebody is out there listening to this podcast right now and saying, you know what? These women are talking. It's like they're talking to me, you know. Mm. Um, take us through. Uh, 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 so now you with Miss um, South Africa, you top 25. What's next? Um, because I think so, it's milestone by milestone by milestone. Um, so just to take you back a step. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, 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 the I think the, the birth canal in this process was the heels and the hair and the makeup, yes. Right. But the chilling and drinking milk part is what the platform affords you, which is, um, you know, service, the ability to serve right. the community. Now, Middle South Africa has an official charity partner called Women for Women. Mm-hmm. And what Women for Women does is that they, um, they, they, they develop uh ECD, so early childhood development centers in the townships. Mm-hmm. Um, they equipped those teachers with the right skills because what was happening was that a lot of our sisters were dropping off their babies in order to be able to rush off to work, you know, in the suburbs or in town or whatever. Right. And would then leave their babies behind, you know, what was essentially just the keeping spot. These children were not stimulated intellectually or taught or anything. And hence, when they would move on to the proper schooling system, um, even now we find the statistics tell us that um, majority of our grade threes and fours cannot read for understanding. Mm, so mm. so the whole, that comes, it stems from just, you know, the early childhood uh, milestones that were missed. Right. And so Woman for Woman goes into these locations and um, fills in the, those gaps, right? Awesome. They also... Mm-hmm take the young ladies under their, you know, their wings and, um, you know, offer them life skills training and sexual education and orientation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that they are, because again, their moms have gone to work, they're sitting at home and they are, you know, they're budding and the the guy around the corner notices this budding and takes it as his responsibility to school her Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. on the things of puberty and coming of age. Mummy doesn't have time to give her the talk of the birds and the bees, so she's learning it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so she's not having the talk of destiny and purpose over sex and sexuality. Mm -hmm. Um, And what um, Woman for Woman does is that they go in and they explain all of these biologically and decently but also help to keep the girl child's mind focused on destiny, on her education, on making good of her life and getting out of her circumstance. Wow, wow. Um, because the whole view is to bridge the gap of economic inequality. Mm-hmm, and education mm-hmm. is one of those stepping stones to accomplishing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what we are supposed to do as a top 25 finalists is to individually raise funds um, through whatever events we choose to host. And I mean, there's a, an array of glamorous events we could do. You know, there's dinners and there's breakfasts and right. high teas and mm-hmm. auctions mm-hmm. and blah, 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 which have been made extremely difficult um, during COVID and lockdown where everything has gone virtual. So I then was like, you know, what am I going to do? And and I mean, philanthropy is something that I've been doing long before uh, Mrs. South Africa. Yes. So I've had yes. the Widows Care Program mm-hmm. and we've been feeding widows across Gauteng mm-hmm. in impoverished areas um, for going on seven years now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we have over a thousand women on our database. And, and so that's really where my heart is at. And so I found an expression on this platform. Um, and, and it was my mind to not have a once-off event and just raise the funds required and then tick off a sheet to say, well, I qualify for the finals because I've met my obligation, which of course is important to me. Right. Of course I want to raise, we, we have a minimum of 10,000 per 
um, per finalist to raise, and I'm only on five. So uh, it's really, really important to me that I, 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 you know, you know, meet that mark. Right. But beyond right. that, it's important for me to have a legacy project, one that lives beyond the crown or no crown, ah. um, one that lives beyond 2021 that I can continue and that continues to make meaning and can identify a number of recipients, be they institutions or individuals. And so because of that, Inspire Survivor was born. So it's pronounced Inspire Survivor, mm -hmm. but it's spelled Inspire Her or Survive Her, her. Yes. with the emphasis on the girl child and woman folk in general, because when war breaks loose, we all know that the first um, and the most impacted victim will be the woman folk and the children. Right. And, right. Um, you know, with GBV and an array of other issues, poverty or whatever else is going on in our country, you know, it might not be physical war, but it's a war against womankind. And mm -hmm. so we are hard hit. And I'm just inspired by the stories like mine uh, of a mom, of a single mom, um, and so many other stories, women who just raised themselves above, you know, challenges, obscurity, poverty, abuse, um, you know, lack of education, whatever it might be. I mean, I keep telling the story of Aboko who are sending children up to master's degree level. Right, I know. From Magui, you know, I mean, on their grants. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. The tenacity. The those tenacity, women need, like, those women need a clap at this very moment, oh, you know, like, that. well give, done, you know, because... Give her a Red Bull, man. I, yeah, you know, like, you know, I know. <laughs> So, so those inspiring stories, and I realize it's not just the women, um, but it's South Africans in general. South Africa as a woman, actually, while we're on the topic. Mm -hmm. South Africa as an entity, as a woman, um, herself has been through so much and has risen to, to be a recognized entity on the global front. Mm -hmm. um, so being able to tell these stories of individuals, male, female, young, old, and of this nation, and hoping that when we hear the stories, we heal. So what we're doing with Inspire Survivor is that we're collating these stories. We're inviting all sorts of people, regardless of what their background was, regardless of what the problem was, whatever it was they had to overcome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if they're actually still in the middle of it, but they're overcoming, to share their story for two reasons. Number one, they heal as they tell the story. Right. Number two, they hope to somebody else as they tell the story. And so we're running a pledge-a-thon in addition to the, sh the story sharing and the collation of stories um, where people can go onto a crowdfunding page and make a donation. And these donations then go to the aforementioned um, causes that I mentioned mm -hmm. with Women for Women. Now, what we wanted to do was to host an event um, when all the stories were collated where we would then share the stories in art form. Okay. So we we're going to and make poetry out of these stories. You know, weave one big story of the Into South African it. people and yes. uh -huh. demonstrate it. Mm -hmm. um, so when when all this is said and done and COVID's done, we hope to, to still be able to do that because, um, as I said, the project lives on beyond Mrs. South Africa. Mm -hmm. But for now, my first beneficiary and recipient would be Women for Women, and I trust that it's going to a good cause. Oh wow! Oh wow! This is. I'm just, I'm just so inspired listening to you. <laughs> I definitely feel like someone, no you know, inspired. No pun intended at all. <laughs> and you know, so so one of the things that you know is is, is coming to mind as you're talking. Um, you know, uh, great work and and well done for 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 just taking on this this um 
uh, uh, this project is um, you talk about impact, you talk about legacy. And mm. one of the things that I, uh, you know, um, uh, my my hope and my prayer is that um, this purpose project extends beyond the borders of South Africa. And, you yeah. know, we, we, we begin to talk, you know, African stories um, mm. in, 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 in different, different, different um, uh, spaces, communities, countries, etc. What is your sort of vision? You know, speaking to impact, speaking to legacy, speaking to, to Africa. And you spoke, I think you, I think you said something like, um, this project lives beyond the crown. So yeah. just, just talk to us around that. For me, I'm passionate about not seeing borders within the continent. As far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, they ought not to exist. Mm-hmm. And I think they're artificial. Right. Um, however, I also know that um, each, you know, I, I teach I teach my children and in our social studies class, we're now busy talking the concept of resources. Right. Um, whether man-made or natural. And the fact that resources meet needs, but also bring people together because trade is forged from what I have that you don't have and vice versa. Right. And so it is my hope, you're right, that we would perfect this at home Mm -hmm. Uh, provincially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then be able to export the concept across the continent with the view to just um, uplifting the African child in general. Not the South African child, but the African child. Mm -hmm. That an African child could look across the continent as simply as looking across the table. Because really that's what it ought to be, right? There's supposed to be one giant table. And you know how it is at a family cookout? So I Mm -hmm. bring the I bring the mashed potatoes and you bring the, or more realistically, I bring the, 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 the pop. The pop and uh, I bring the, the meat. bring the, the, the cow leg. Right. It's done in West Africa mm-hmm. um, and the greens and all that. Right. So, so we bring it to a table. This is what I talk about trade. But we can trade not just in our resources, but trade in our stories. Mm-hmm. Because our stories are our resources, right? right? Our stories are our resources. And, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I, I've traversed the continent and it amazes me to see huts built the exact same way. Same way, I know, right? So From... we really are one. Mm-hmm. And what mm. could work here could work next door. That's so and, true. And, and you see, when the body hurts, when one part of the body hurts, all of the body ought to hurt. Mm-hmm. So there's different issues happening on different parts of the continent, but um, maybe the healing needs to be the healing of war on one on one front. Mm-hmm. Maybe it needs to be the healing of food insecurity on another front. Mm-hmm. Maybe it mm-hmm. needs to be the healing of corruption and corrupt leadership on another front. I mean, it, it, they, they vary, but if one part of the continent has a solution to that problem and vice versa, as we share these stories continentally, right. we heal continentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we prefer solutions continentally. So, yes, I'd love for us to to conquer this thing in Gauteng, um, move on to the nine provinces. In fact, the next project that we are thinking of mm-hmm. um, on a local scale, which could very, very easily, you know, um, have global and continental implications, exactly. is yeah. uh, the issue of schooling. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. right now, you know, with COVID on, off, and I have this passion because... I used to be a learning and development specialist in, in a number of institutions, mm-hmm. um, but now I brought that home and I'm teaching my children. And I mean, I have I have my babies um, always learning to read by the age of five, reading for understanding, reading the King James Version of the Bible at age right. five. Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, but 
why should that be your rights offered just to my child? And so now when we have COVID today, the school is closed, tomorrow it's open. These children are yo-yoing back and forth. And the worst and the hardest hit children are those in the public school system. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to be having engagement with um, various stakeholders to say, listen, um, I can be a middleman or Inspire Survivor can be a middleman with the funds that it raises mm-hmm. to pull um, learners and connect them with curricular providers because they otherwise would not have been able to afford that. It's so easy to say homeschooling. Homeschooling could be costly. I mean, these people are going to school, right? Remember, they're going to school and that might be the only source of their daily meal if they're on Mm. a feeding scheme. Mm. Um, Education might be free if they're in a public school system. Now you're saying online schooling, none of those providers are free. So if we can then find the funding to pair them with curricular providers and have the fees paid, then that speaks to, if it's going to be online, okay, then we need to have data and we need to have devices Mm. and we need to have, you know, stable Wi-Fi. And then those devices need to be insured. So there's a number of players I'm hoping to be able to pull in across of these industries that have just been, you know, indirectly mentioned Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. through this project. Once I fulfilled my women for women obligations, then my focus then stage two of this legacy project is doing that. But having said that, um, you want to reach rural Africa, really, not just mm-hmm. rural South Africa. Right. Because if I put together a curriculum from this end of the world, you can catch it in Kenya. Mm-hmm. You can catch it that's in so Nigeria. True. So true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So so that's where our eyes are, are, are cast to the future. Like I said, that's that's kind of where my, my passion actually lies, is, is really the continent as a whole mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. terms of us um, always although we're doing something in sort of a local level, whatever it is we're doing in our sphere of influence, you know, to always have that um, uh, a mindset that it's impacting a bigger, you know, at a bigger scale, a bigger, a bigger yeah. vision, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I love the way that this project um, is, is not linear, so to speak, I'm trying to find the right mm. word, is not I just centered know. around just um women but the fact that it's centered around women it then impacts the children it then impacts education it then impacts Mm. uh um uh uh what's the word leaders leaders you know Mm. future leaders Mm. then so it really touches on so many different things and i just that's i think that's why I think this project really, I, I just, I just foresee that this, this is bigger than, than, than it is actually. <laughs> it's bigger than it is. Um, so yeah. speak, speaking about Africa, mm-hmm. um, just now from you as, as, as a person, you know, mm-hmm. who is speaking about Africa and then also speaking to the project in terms of the space of women development, um, you know, gender-based violence, um, uh, just some of the issues that you've touched. Who is an African voice that you believe people should be listening to right now? Sure. That's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough one because, <laughs> it's a tough one because um, I've, I've, in this season, mm-hmm. deliberately closed my ears. Right. Uh, in general because there's a lot of noise mm-hmm. um, and because mm-hmm. that noise is as a result of our leaders um, losing their voice right 
Mm-hmm. I'm disillusioned. There's a lot of great talk, but then substance doesn't always follow. Right. But someone who's caught my interest is uh, Professor Patrick. Yes, Professor Patrick um, from Kenya, Mulumba, Lumumba, sorry. Um, he's caught my eye because he always has a, a fresh perspective. And not just because he's controversial, but because um, he, he's academically so and saying the things that we know ought to be said, but we're playing politically correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear what you're so, saying. So, yeah, followed him from my bit today. So, I'm a bit by. I think you, you're breaking, you're breaking up. Like, you're breaking, yeah. yeah. You're breaking up a bit. Um, um, my hiding place might not be. <laughs> I think it's losing it's, it's, it's yeah yeah i love your hiding place it's probably the best place to be actually at this point <laughs> funny enough as a mom not necessarily but they follow you into the bathroom too but um they're slowly going to bed so all is well. <laughs> all, is well, all is well all is well yes okay so perhaps maybe we could wrap up and maybe speak to the project itself and how people can donate and what um, do you hope to see? What what kind of um, exciting things are there in sort of the not too distant future? Um, in in this sort of few weeks till till announcement. Okay, so in the next few weeks to announcement, it's just um, basically trying to keep my head above water and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and prepare physically, spiritually, emotionally, um, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Mm-hmm. I am trying to stay as balanced as possible. So, you know, I, my, it's always been important to me that two ways, my children experience this season in two ways. Mm-hmm. Number one, they look at they see, wow, you know, this is the extent of what can be done if you give yourself to your own. So mm-hmm. mommy didn't stop because we came along. She moved on and she did things and that inspired us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same breath, um, they must never look back and say, and so we were neglected. So as you would know, the school season has just opened up. Um, and so the OSA school is in full operation. Full swing, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full swing. And um, I get up in the morning and, I, and, I'm, and I'm principal teacher, supervisor, and all that, and mm-hmm. snack maker and everything that goes with school. Yeah. Um, till the end of the school day, which I try to make sure is between 2.30 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whatever's left of the day, I then, you know, commit to to the Mrs. South Africa stuff. So for now, everyone's eyes are on uh, trying to finalize these things with the, with the charity drive for Women for Women. Um, and as I said, get physically ready and spiritually ready and, and all that. So there's presentations to do, um, there's sponsors to secure, there's paperwork to engage with those sponsors. Um, there are obligations to meet for those sponsors mm-hmm. um, because Mrs. South Africa is, is, is a PTY, it's not a charity. Right. Um, then uh, at the end of February, we'll be wrapping up the, um, the, the, the charity drive for Women for Women. And um, something that has come very strongly to the fore for me is, um, you know, this passion of seeing other children afforded the same opportunity that mine are. And so a lot of people have been knocking on my door and saying, listen, provide us with with these tools. And I started mm. during, my, during this tenure, I started the Instagram um, page where I would just share tips and tricks on, you know, how I got children to read and 
you know, little tips and tricks on maths and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But people have been asking for more. So I'm working on the more. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. And, and so the thing- platform that allows you, you know, the, the, the visibility to make good of whatever else you are able to do. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just want to help other people accomplish the same you know, things that we have as a family. Yeah. Because that was going to be my la- my very last question was, you know, uh, uh, um, your tips, advice um, in general as, as a mom or even as Mrs. Um, South Africa or even as a woman, you know, um, some tips, advice on how you found or, you know, define your purpose um, yeah. or, or, you know, on your journey to navigating and to finding your purpose, you know, what kind of tips, tricks, hacks, would you just give somebody out there who's who's looking at you from these different sides of yourself? Like maybe it's a woman, maybe it's a mom, maybe it's uh, mm. someone who's uh, oh, possibly thinking about going through this journey as well, um, uh, Mr. South Africa journey. Or if, as a wife as well, because you're also a wife. I think the first thing I would, the first, first tip is that the word impossible and never should just not exist in your mm. vocabulary mm. Mm. right there if nothing else because the minute you look at the quantity of it um and you say it can't be done then it won't be done right um right. so I, I think that's just the starting point number one number two you need to uh figure out what makes you tick what absolutely drives your passion what mm-hmm. you would regret um appearing in heaven haven't not contributed to or solved um, or, or or just given some part of a solution to. Um, and it's usually that thing that ticks you off the most, that thing that aggravates you the most, that right. provokes you. Right. Um, that therein usually lies your your, your purpose. Your so purpose, For you, yes. it might be the frustration of seeing people living life idly and without a sense of purpose. And maybe that's why you've created this platform. Right. Mm-hmm. For me, it's, it's, it's you know, um, doing less than you are capable of doing. You know, the human capacity is so, so grand. Grand, yeah, and yet so we, we keep ourselves so limited for the craziest of reasons. Our reasons are usually economic. Our reasons are usually um, chronological, but they they just limit um, God, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, find that thing that you're passionate about and that you really want to contribute to. Um, and here's my next tip. Understand that you can do everything. There are only two qualifications. You can do absolutely everything um, that has been carved out for you to do. So I define that as your everything. And if you find that you are uneasy, you're stressing, you're straining, you're competing, then you're not on your lane. You're not on your lane. When you're on your lane, you find there's nobody else um nobody else is on that lane with you it is your lane it is your time and you're flying high you lower yourself now understand when you are flying um at a higher altitude you don't see other planes they're just not in sight you can only connect with each other through a control room hence the bible says no no man after the flesh but only via the control room however when you're on the ground and you reduce yourself to a competitive petty nature and you're looking oh up for what everybody goodness. else is. Oh, wow. oh, that's wow. where there is potential for accidents and clashes and racing and competing 
But when you're in the sky, I don't know what altitude you're flying at. I don't know what speed you're flying at. I don't know your destination. I don't know when you'll arrive. It's not my business. I'm going on my own trip. So I can do everything, but I can only do my everything. And it's my assignment to find what my everything, everything is. Everything is. With everything. Here is the other thing. You can do everything, yes. You can do your everything, yes. But not all at the same time. Right. Hence, we must be careful to live our lives in a very seasonal pattern. And seasonal living requires great contentment and sacrifice. Because it, it's just human nature to want to microwave everything. And yet, you know, God will put everything in a crock pot. We'll have it on a slow burner. It'll cook and it'll be tender off the bone. But we've been trained to want to drive through at the window and pick it up at the very next window. You can pick that up, but you can't have everything. You can wow. you can you can bite okay. it. But if you're gonna have to get from window to window in the space of you know five minutes and want your order ready, you you then you can eat. Um, but you, would you have full nutrition? I don't think so. And would you be able to get every possible thing on your plate? I don't think so, because the chef takes his time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So so those are my thoughts. You know, everything wow. is possible in its own time and its own season and provided it is your everything. And you will know your everything because they just dovetail into each other. They're just so naturally, um, you know, complementing of each mm -hmm, other. Mm -hmm. um, and when you, when you find yourself, you know, I need to share this with you. So earlier this year, I began a study of, of uh, scripture from the beginning of the Bible as I usually do. Mm -hmm. um, but this time I was looking out for the words God said or the voice of God or the word of God. I just wanted to be guided particularly by what he says and nothing else. Right. And so that led me to Genesis 1 where the Bible says six times and God said, let there be, let there be. And when we got to the part uh, on day six where he's making Eve for Adam, um, you know, he, he, he says, let's make a, a helper suitable. And I realized that there are helpers and then there are suitable helpers. So, for example, the cow was made, uh, you know, prior to, to Eve coming along. And, and the cow is very helpful, you know. It gives you milk, it gives you meat, but it's not a suitable helper. Um, the, the, what other animal? You know, just think about them. Birds, other things, the bees, the, the yeah, the thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bees, the honey, the bees, the wood, the flowers, the pollen. Everything is helpful, but it's not a suitable help. And the word suitable there means from your own DNA. Um, and so I began to understand that sometimes you, you seek for help. You seek for collaboration, you seek for connection, but you're seeking for, for it from people who are not cut of your DNA. Hey. Hence frustration comes in and a breakdown in relationship, a breakdown in communication. And when he made Eve, Eve was made from within. She was made fit for purpose. So you've got friends and you've got helpers, but you've got helpers that are fit for purpose. And so while you are flying at high altitude, yes, granted, but you've got co-pilots on the same flight. You have, you know, cabin crew on the same flight. Those people in your flight cut from your DNA are heading in the exact same direction. Mm -hmm. And you need to be seeking connection with those kind because yes, your network is your net worth, worth right? Yes, yes, yes. So you need with those kinds specifically and they will not you know no form of competition or anything will be prompted in you 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 will just you would give to them and they would give to you each part helping the other to fullness and completion of purpose so i think people just need to look out for their kind and and it, and it cuts out that bitterness and that anger and the feeling of right. rejection 
Uh-huh. Someone uh-huh. doesn't help you, you are meant to keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if I can't help, you, please don't be angry. Let's just keep it moving. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just I had yeah. to. I mean, I, I I know that you know we we I wanted to focus uh, you know on 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 certain things in 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 talking to you, but I had to ask you that question about tips and advice because. I mean, you're just one of the, you know, just one woman, like I always say, whose words and philosophies and and thoughts and, you know, have, have impacted my life. And I'm hoping and praying as well that what you've just said will impact someone's life. In the same way, again, it has impacted me right now. I'm like, okay, wow, mind blown. <laughs> you know, I always say, you know, that that emoji, the mind blown emoji, that's, that's exactly what I'm feeling like right now. So, uh, Pearl, thank you so much. I am so, so humbled and honored that you, you know, you, you, you've taken the time. I know that there's 10 little faces right now, probably standing outside that door, waiting for you to come out. Um, <laughs> and can't wait and probably wondering why, who you're talking to, why she, why is she taking so long? Um, yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. My absolute honor. Thank you. Thank you so much for the platform as well. Oh my word. <laughs> oh, this episode might as well have been called of bathroom hideouts and being a mom of 10. I mean, I had such crazy fun during this episode with Pearl. What better way to spend a full recording than with a captive audience of 10 little faces? This recording most certainly did not lack that sugar and spice that comes with pitter-patter of little feet. I loved it. I did say candid and uncut, right? (laughs) So follow Pearl on all her socials and I appeal to you to donate to this worthy cause Um, called Inspire a Survivor. And for more information on how you can donate, go to at the underscore Purpose Cafe on Instagram. Let's make every cent count. So hey, until next time, Purpose Chasers, have a super, super purpose-driven week and go get what's yours. Bye-bye.